I started recording. I just wanted that in there. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to episode six, you dirty people. Uh, we're back. Filthy, filthy. <laughs> Bastards. I, I know that you've been wearing the same sweatpants for the past two weeks in a row. Put on some jeans. Feel good about yourself for a day. I don't know. I don't have jeans on right now. <laughs> Should I go put them on? I think maybe put on some jeans. Maybe do a little dress up. Feel good about yourself. All right, you know? I'll be right back. Okay, great. <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay, uh, for the record, he actually left and he's pulling his shorts down while running to his room. So uh, I'm here to entertain you. Once he comes back, I do have to issue an apology for something that I well something that I neglected to bring up in last week's episode. When we we're talking about uh, everything Christmas between our movies and our gifts, there's something that I didn't bring up. And um, I'll wait until Jake comes back to say it, but I'm going to leave you hanging for a little bit here. All right. So, uh, okay. He's got some pants on. He's got real jeans on that are not uh, loose. How do you feel? How do you feel? Tighter. <laughs> um, in many senses of the word, tighter. I felt much more comfortable before. Now I feel uncomfortable, but you know we're gonna go with it. Yeah, but see now, now you feel like now you feel like you're doing something. You know, now you feel like this is this is more important than you felt a little bit ago. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. The psychology. Okay. Um, okay. So this is what I had to bring up, is I didn't even think about it until afterwards, is that we did not bring up the Nightmare Before Christmas when talking about some of our favorite Christmas movies. We didn't. Now, my question to you is, would we have been allowed to in the first place? I think the longstanding debate about whether it's a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie needs to be squashed because it is very clearly both. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, but if you, if you ha- that that's the thing though. Like, I why think can't I'm, it be both? I mean, I suppose it can, but then you can. I I would rather it be one type or the other. For why? For the sake of posterity, I guess. I don't want it to be like like if like then why can't Die Hard be both just an action movie and a Christmas movie? Why can't it be? Because it has to be one <laughs> or the other. People like to argue, and that's why that's why the whole argument exists. That's why things have to have binary <laughs> decisions. No, nothing it, can be two things. In in my mind. With this thing specifically, I don't give a crap about Die Hard. I don't really. I've never seen Die Hard. I don't even. I don't have any. I figured as much. I don't have any stick in that battle. But Nightmare Before Christmas is very obviously meant to draw from both, both timeless great holidays, meant to combine them both into something very beautiful and creative. And I think that's the that's the beauty of that movie. And I've always thought that. So in my mind, I don't really care. We could have brought it up. Either way, it, is, it still doesn't crest my list at all. Even when you brought it up after the podcast, like last week when we were talking about it, I was like, yeah, but it still wouldn't crest my list. I don't know how I didn't think of it, but it definitely would have been very high up on the honorable mentions list and or been a contender for that number five spot between Santa Claus, Polar Express, and mm. that movie. Had I thought of it, I don't know why I didn't. It's I a love, great movie. Love that movie. Oogie um, Boogie is one of the best Disney villains of all time. And all the characters are lovable. The animation style is beautiful. Um, yeah, and it's funny that they call it Tim Burton's, but Tim Burton didn't direct it. He was just kind of like there, I no, guess. No, he directed that movie. No, it was the other guy. What's his name? I don't know who the other guy is. Um, I thought he directed this movie. No, it, it, they call it Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, but apparently this other guy was the biggest part of it, directing it. Maybe Tim Burton co-directed it. Uh, Let me see. Uh. Directed by someone named Henry Selick. Yes. In his feature directorial debut. Yeah. Because his first one. And produced and conceived by Tim Burton. Yeah. So a lot of people, because Tim Burton's name's on it, give him all the credit. But it actually was this guy. Well, I mean, Isn't it crazy how his first directorial debut was a freaking stop motion picture? That's so cool. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. I mean, to be fair, like they call Tim Burton's because he produced and conceived it, like I just said. But, I mean, the fact that this was his directorial debut. That's pretty nuts. Almost instantly turned into this timeless classic. Yeah, I think that's incredible. Yeah, it should have been our list. <laughs> it, it should have. It should have been at least somewhere close, or at least talked about. I don't know how neither of us thought about it. Well, Spe- especially me. I, I love that movie. We'd like to issue an apology. 
Yes. Uh, I'm sorry to everybody who listened and was thinking, where's my Nightmare Before Christmas? I can't believe you didn't even mention it. We did it now. Yeah, we, we, we brought it back. <laughs> this is the first conversation that, that's carried over to a podcast. But we were only able to because Jacob put some pants on. That was the only reason we were able to. <laughs> if he didn't get up, I wouldn't have brought this up, and we would have moved right on. Yeah. So now we're going to get into something that I assume a lot of people that you probably watch on YouTube or any kind of celebrity will probably bring up in the next coming weeks. But we're going to be first because it's still like early December. At least maybe when this comes out. This comes out when? That's on the it, This comes out on the 20th, a week from today. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dang it. I thought we were going to beat the punch. Anyways, point being, we're going to talk about 2020. We're going to talk about the end of the year and look back and try and look at some positive things. I assume we're probably going to talk about some kind of negative things. I've, in got, there soon. I've got plenty of negative things on my list, but i got plenty of positives. Because 2020, got, got plenty of positives. everybody knows, was in fact a doozy. And I think the word is a dookie. It was awful. Well, those two are separate words. <laughs> <laughs> it was a doozy. It was a dookie doozy. That's what I'm. That's what I'm calling it, guys. 2020. The dookie the doozy. Official rank. <laughs> official ranking. Dookie doozy. <laughs> On my tier list of years, this is in the dookie doozy tier. I I do love when people talk about how bad 2020 was, and they talk about other years. Like um, a lot of years that get brought up would be like the year. That the Great Depression actually started like in the 39 or 30, 31, something like that. I'm around that. I always see that number thrown around. Um, when the Allies invaded Poland, that was an Allies. The, the I was gonna say, that's not the not freaking cr- Allies. When Hitler invaded Poland, <laughs> I'm so stupid, <laughs> guys. Listen, it's it's in afternoon on a Sunday. I woke up like two hours ago. I am not <laughs> prepared for this. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> When the Allies invaded no, Poland. No, when Hitler invaded Poland. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Whatever year that was, 42, I think. Yeah, it's sure. somewhere in the early 40s. So whenever that happened, you know, people were like, that's the worst year. I think I think this is definitely a contender. I I mean, not it's it doesn't contend with those years. I think I think it's I think it's right under them though. I don't think it contends with those years. Really? No, just because I mean, I know. Obviously, there were a lot of deaths this year because of coronavirus, but there were not like there. We weren't in the middle of a global war, you know. I think that just automatically trumps this. Like in my brain, a like a war between multiple countries constitutes a worse year than a virus. Just in my brain, that's immediately is how it's ranked. Yeah, I think I think there was wasn't there a really bad pandemic during that time too? Then the the, the world war. I'm I'm thinking of the Spanish flu, which is yeah early twenties. Yeah, very early on. Um, never mind. Forget that. Regardless, um, so yeah, twenty twenty in review. Twenty twenty in review because it's the last episode of the year. It is the last episode of the year. We're gonna come back in twenty twenty one with some surprises. This is um, the last episode of any podcast of the year. This is the last one. This is the ultimate one. No other podcast will have one that comes out after us. <laughs> I sincerely we're, doubt that. We're the finale of the year. Did you know that this is officially, and this came out right when we were about to start recording this podcast, like in like from the start of our podcast back in what, October? That was late October, yeah? we start? Yeah, I think so. something like that. Man, Anyways, it's been a while already. There's officially a million podcasts out. Mm. So we're we're up against a million people guys that's crazy now granted that's a lot better odds than being up against you know however many billion or million youtubers there are yeah or you know which of course we also put this stuff on youtube True. so i guess we're technically <laughs> up against them we're up against everybody <laughs> i hate to make this a competitive thing but yeah i don't think we really have the authority to make this a competitive thing yet not, not yet <laughs> but when we do <laughs> yeah, but when the time comes all right so let's let's get started um with january do you want to go first? Sure. Um, first thing that happened in January. Okay, not the first thing. <clears throat> but the first thing, I think I did this first before the other thing I'm going to talk about, is I signed my lease for this in January. For, for, the, for, for the apartment. For where we're living, that was done in January of this year. While I was still living in the dorms, um, obviously during my second year at UF, I... I don't even remember because I remember that I wanted – I remember that we had talked about maybe living here and I had called you and we were talking about possibly living here. Mm-hmm. And then something in me was just said, hey, pull the trigger. And then the rest of me 
like the other 90% after I pulled the trigger was like, man, if Jacob for some reason like steps out or, or just flakes out for whatever yeah. reason, I'm just going to be left hanging to dry and I won't know for months. And now I'm worried and maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done this, but yeah. I'm an impulsive person. So I pulled that trigger in January. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you did. Cause I don't think I would have the motivation to work hard over the year to move here. Uh, if it wasn't for you actually pulling the trigger, I kind of felt a little bit of pressure to do that. Not in a bad way, but I just kind of felt like I had to, I had to do it for, not only for you because you'd already done it, but for myself, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, in January, um, I came down here to audition for UF for their uh, musical theater program, for their BFA. Um, and obviously, Kyle lived down here, so we hung out for like uh, you know a couple hours before my audition, or like I don't remember where, where we were at, but I remember sitting in the car and I remember thinking, you know what? Even if I don't make it to the BFA program, I probably still want to move down here. And you were like, really? And I was like, yeah, I think it'd be fun for us to live together. I mean, if you're cool with that. And you were like, yeah, I'd love to live with you. And I was like, okay. And I was like, let's I don't think I was that excited. Don't flatter yourself. I, I remember you being that excited. You were like, yeah, of course. I would love to live with you. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I mean, I can't really house hunt while uh, I'm up in Crestview or apartment hunt, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, and you know this place better than I do. So, like, if you find an apartment, like, I'll definitely come down here. And he was like, I'm down. Let's do it. And you and you searched for months. Well, no. okay. So when was your audition? That that happened. That had to have been January. Then I did. Then then this maybe, all happened very quickly. May, maybe okay. This is my second thought. Maybe this was a conversation happened in November. We definitely talked about it before you had come down to audition. We maybe. had definitely we had definitely thrown it into the air. This is just, just into the wind. Hey, what if we live together in Gatesville, dude? This year's been so long. It that literally feels like two years ago. It does feel like so long. And that's the other thing. Something else that happened in January of 2020 is that. 2020 started. (laughs) This curse was placed upon us. We had big, bright, wide eyes because, like, the the virus had been, like, very seldomly talked about. It existed, and we knew about it. It was like, oh, man, it sucks for China. Uh." Yeah. And, but I mean, it was New Year 2020, bright eyes. You know, everyone's got resolutions and whatnot. And, you know, we were ready to be our new selves and – have have more productivity through the Good year and God. be better people than we were in 2019. I was so ready, Kyle. Like I, mean, I was really ready. Everyone was so ready for the year to start. Everyone's always ready for the new year to start, right? Sometimes. I I don't think I've ever been more ready. I had this banger like New Year's. I was really happy. I was like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm, I have an audition plan. Like, I'm ready. Like, I've got to get my feet on the ground. And then, like, 2020 happened. Like, I just can't. And get even over it. people that are usually, you know, I knew I knew a couple of people that when the New Year happens, they're in the mindset of everyone's so excited for New Year's and that's fine, but you can start being a better person sooner, which I totally agree with. Sure. But even people that some kind of have the mindset of like, whatever, it's New Year coming. They were even like, okay, this is a new decade that's about to happen. Yeah. This is a straight up, like almost a new period of history. Like when it, when textbooks happen later in life and they're broken up by decades, this one is starting right now. Yeah. So I ha- I have to I think I really need to make some changes now. I think I need to do something different. I think I just need to be better. 2020 is going to be my year. That's how 2020 started for everybody. And it's going to be so it's so disappointing that this is how it's turned out cuz I I feel like if you've made progress, you're like a billionaire. <laughs> like you, you like you you've either like just gotten so much richer over this pandemic or you've just been plundered. Yeah, everyone immediately took a step forward. And then the year happened, and then they took 19 steps back. Yeah. So uh, that was that was a, a, a major, you know, crapper for this year. That, that's obviously one of the downsides. Um, At the time, obviously, upside. We were all so happy. Yeah. This is just the mindset of January was happy, happy times, happy new year. I think I knew uh, 2020 was going to be a bad year in January because I lost my dog, Sandy. Oh, it was right. Was the, the first month of the year. Yeah, we had Sandy for like 10 years, and the dog we had before that, Molly, uh, we had her before I was born. So, like, I think over 17 years they, they had Molly. So, uh, we got Sandy when Molly was still alive because we knew that Molly was going to get close to passing away soon. We had, we had Sandy for like two years before Molly had passed away. 
So I think with with our mindset, we were just not thinking about Sandy passing like at right, all. No, it just didn't even come to mind at all. And then Sandy got a really bad infection, and then just just like that. Like I remember, I woke up for work, and I wake up at the wee hour of the morning for work, like at, like, at the butt crack of dawn. You're like up in the morning. four o'clock in the morning, wake up. And I was just about to leave. And my mom was sleeping on the couch, and I had never seen my mom sleep on the couch like like that, unless my unless my dad was like, was like snoring really loud. Right. But he has a CPAP machine now, so like they sleep together in the same room now. So my mom was on the couch, and I was like, "What is she doing on the couch? Like I don't know what happened." So I I was about to leave, and my, my mom woke up, and she was like, "Jacob, Jacob," and I was like, "What happened? Like what? What do you need?" And she was like, "Sandy's gonna pass away. Like we're gonna put her down today." Like you need to go sit by, and I was like, "What?" Like I had I had no frame of reference at all. It was literally that moment. So and this I, was this was out of the blue. It wasn't like the day before. It was. It was. Sandy's a little sick. Maybe just I, think about her while you're going to bed tonight. And I I went to I came home from work. I went straight in my room, and I didn't notice anything. And like I feel like maybe Sandy was sick then, but I had no frame of reference. No one told me anything, and I didn't I didn't know at all. And then that morning, mom was like, "Sandy's sick. She's going to the hospital today. She's getting put down." And I was like what like and she was just laying there like pathetic like couldn't move at all and i was like oh gosh and i had to go to work and i was just l- literally about to leave for work and it was like one of the worst days of 2020 and that's saying something because this year's been crazy yeah it's the beginning of 2020 and i came home from work and my parents were gone they were obviously probably still at the hospital um and but little to my knowledge they had already been home from the hospital and walked in and broken down and said, we can't live in a house without a dog. We we had lived in a house with a dog for over 20 years. And they're like, there's no way. We cannot do it. So yeah. they went out that day and bought a brand new puppy and brought it home. Which some people, I think, can argue and say that's probably not a good way of grieving. But that was the only way I feel like our family could get through. Uh, is to focus on a new, a new challenge, a new project. And that became Carly. Carly's our new puppy. And Carly just loves me. <laughs> she does. Um, it's crazy. Like, Sandy was a very chilled dog. Whenever I came over to your house and Sandy was there, I thought, oh, hi, Sandy. And I pet her, and she'd be like, oh, thanks, guy. And then Sandy's, she'd walk away. Yeah. Carly, on the other hand, from day one that I met her, yeah, she just, every time I walk in the door, she just licks my knees and just <laughs> anything that she can find and she licks my shoes and then she's in the cage and she'll like be barking like right at me looking at me and if you open the cage she'll just come up to me and just kind of lick me some more she just she never gets off of me yeah as soon as kyle walks in the door she's like all over kyle and i never understood why um but that's just the thing that's just what carly does i don't i can't <laughs> figure it out i have there was one time i came over and i just i didn't I was like, you know what? I always put on cologne if I'm going anywhere. I'm not going to put on cologne when I go over to Jacob's because it doesn't matter that much. And she was still all over me. And I was <laughs> like, all right, so it's not my cologne. Okay. I don't know what it was. But, um, yeah, I haven't seen Carly in a while. I always see her when I go back to my parents' house. But uh, whenever I do see her, she's only like – she's getting bigger and bigger and bigger as the year goes on. And we had her when she was like this little thing. It's so crazy to see her how, how big she's gotten like over one year. And she's very expressive too. She's a very expressive dog. Like she, like the way she sits and like looks at the TV or something like that is just, I don't know. It's crazy how we see ourselves in animals, like yeah. personified. It's so weird. But yeah, that was pretty much January. Yeah, here's one more quick thing for January. Cool. Just another, just even another sad thing was Kobe died in January. Kobe and his oh, daughter yeah. passed away in January, which, you know, just the world over. That 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 was one of those things where he died and then i realized that i thought he was going to live forever you know like it was when he died that my brain clicked in and was like i honestly didn't think he was gonna die not before i did yeah he almost seemed he almost seemed just immortal immortal, just as just this icon of america it's crazy and the thing is when you think about accidents like that happening, you never think about them happening to someone like Kobe Bryant, like someone who's just this, you know, if ethereal being, like someone who just radiates positivity and just is a rock star essentially. Yeah. Like you never think about that happening, but it happens to anybody. You know, it does not discriminate. It does not matter who you are. Like it can happen to anybody, and that's just that was that was my biggest revelation because like if. If Kobe Bryant passed away when he was 73 of natural causes, 
Of course, the world will still grieve, but it would be completely different. Yeah, for sure. The world freaking stopped. Like, like, I remember watching Shaq talk about it, and like, as soon as someone pulled up the phone to him, he said, "Get that out of my face!" Like, I don't, like, I yeah. don't even want to hear it. Like, no, like that can't be true. And when it was like official, like, I, gosh, it's just I'm, I'm getting teared up thinking about it. Oh my so gosh. So I, I think I'll just go ahead and kind of go through the in memoriam of some big names that passed away in 2020 mm-hmm. so we're not like expressing them throughout yeah and these aren't in order of when they happened but there's kobe alex trebek which was very recent mm-hmm. ruth bader ginsburg mm-hmm. eddie van halen um <sighs> and chadwick boseman yeah there, so there's obviously been a lot more yeah plenty but um, those are kind fact, of the, those was, are kind of the big ones that i remembered off the top of my head there was a uh, a country star that passed away just yesterday i think I can't remember his name. Really, really old. Um, Hold on, let me let me find it real quick, and I'll. Uh, um, oh, what's his name? I don't know. Let me let me find out real quick. Um. Oh, and here's another one that I forgot about. Kenny Rogers died this year. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not. Seeing anything? Hold, I find it. Okay, I guess I guess we'll hold. Hold. Is it the name Charlie Pride? Yeah, Charlie Pride. Okay, that was yesterday. Yeah, I don't recognize the name. Yeah, Charlie Pride. Yeah, so obviously there have been plenty, but those are kind of the big ones that I had off the top of my head. But yeah, we'll just go ahead and move on. I I don't have anything for February. Nothing happened in February to okay. me. Anything okay. happened to you? Yes. <laughs> um. So. This was kind of like the ter- the tail end of January, um, and I kind of had this revelation between December and January that a lot of my friends and friend group had severe, uh, very drastic changes very quickly, um, and the reason for that was because um, after the after Footloose, essentially, um, a lot of my friends moved to go to other places or go to, uh, go to school. Or they moved, or they stayed, and like we only saw each other in passing because I was no longer part of a scholarship program. Right, right. Um, and after December, I actually had like one more little performance with a couple friends. Um, that was it. Like I hadn't seen anybody in like a while, and I kind of got really, really lonely. Mm. Um, I saw you in January, and then like other than that, I literally would go go to work, come home, sleep wake up and that was just miserable yeah i didn't have my sister hannah hannah actually moved in january to california to be with her husband so i had like my little sister emily to like pick on and that was really it and i really felt like into a deep like bad depression right matched with you know kobe bryant's death and all this crazy stuff um and then i kind of rekindled um a really old friendship of mine with uh with sara and jacob Right, yeah. Um, and that kind of happened in January. Sara just kind of hit me up and was like, hey, you want to come to the to this new restaurant in Crespi? And I was like, I have nothing to do. Like, I have not seen friends in a while. So, yeah, I'll come. I'll definitely come. And from there, I just kind of, like, really hung on to those people for, like, the entirety of 2020. I didn't realize that was the beginning of this year. It was, yeah. It was It was, It was. was probably in January. Um, but February is when, when I started hanging out with them, like, every week. I would come over and we would just hang out and play board games. Yeah. And throughout the year, we, you know, found new board games to play. We started playing Werewolf this year. Yeah, that was, that was, that was in the summer. Yeah, sometime but, in summer. But still, I, I put all that into one thing because um, I don't know how I would have gotten through 2020 without Sara and Jake and Walter and, I mean, everyone. Like, I, I, I felt like that was a big part of my year was just hanging out at their house and playing games and staying up late and going boating and like, you know, all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, surviving COVID with them, you know, and just, and just laughing and laughing and laughing. That was just my biggest part. Yeah. So Jacob, go ahead and wipe the uh, makeup off Sara's face. Uh, she <laughs> definitely started crying by this point. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. If you guys are listening, I love you guys what? so much. Uh, okay. So I think I, mm, I forgot how to use my tongue. Oh, yeah. For, uh, <laughs> I assume do. that was pretty much everything for February. Yeah. yeah we'll go okay. for February. So, um, March. Dun, dun, dun. The big one. The big 03. <sighs> wow, what a month. So, let, let me just go through kind of my perspective while being here at school. Because obviously the spring semester had started and we were having in-person classes as usual at the start of January. And... So we're moving on, and most this was probably around 
the end of February, like tail end of it, that um, this this COVID thing, you know, this this thing that came over from the China and the it bats. was coronavirus. Like it was it wasn't even called COVID. Yeah, no, it was yet. coronavirus. And we we're like, ooh, what is that? People are kind of scared. I don't really care. It's airborne. As long as I don't breathe into your mouth, we'll be fine. And so, like this, this kind of started, and places started getting paranoid, and teachers started telling us we may not be having in-person classes for a little bit based on how this goes. And all of us as students are going, "What? What? Why? Is it here? It happened. This happened. It. Are, we're fine, aren't we?" And then maybe a week later. Almost all of my classes had already moved to online. Maybe a week later, mm-hmm. it had happened so quickly. One of my classes said, um, I have felt the need to move all classes online. And then another teacher, I have felt the need to move all classes online. And then a third. And then the fourth one, within a week of this kind of getting everybody scared, boom, online classes. And then maybe a week, a week and a half after that, the president of UF had sent out an email to all of us that said, look, this got bad and this got bad quick. If you live in Gainesville, like in the dorm, and you have the ability to go home, go home. So if you have the ability, please, we are tr- we can't obviously enforce it, but we 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 want you to go home if you have the ability to. Do not stay here, please. And so, so nuts. middle of March, I've packed up all my stuff and I I go back home just out of nowhere. Like my classes got moved online, and then two weeks later, I basically got kicked out of the dorms. Uh, cause you know, if, like you said, if you can go. And so a lot of us did. Yeah. So it was almost immediate. And <clears throat> so it was, it was this crazy frame of reference where me and all my friends were, were at some point, you know, we were just hanging out someday and then all the online stuff happened and we were like, we started going, man, this is kind of crazy that everything got moved online. Are all yours online already? Oh, you still have one in person. Okay. All mine got moved online. I, yeah. And then two weeks later, okay, I won't see you for like another six months, I guess. So I, I'm really sad, but bye. It just, it was instant almost that. And then, and then I was home for however many months and anything that I had applied for internship wise, basically all those got scrapped. So I got a bajillion emails that said this internship position is no longer available because of the virus. So the, like I wasn't doing an internship either, like even remotely. Mm-hmm. It was I was just home. Yeah, I know you were you were really bummed out about that because I remember, um, one week you were literally just talking about classes. We, we I was on the phone with you and you were just talking about classes, and then the next week you're like, oh yeah, I'm in Crestview, and I was like, what? You came back, and I was like, why'd you come back for? And you were like, we got sent home. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, this is getting pretty serious. Um, I also had some pretty interesting experiences with the, when the world turned upside down, I guess you can call that. Um, I remember in December, I watched a podcast where they talked about the coronavirus in China and it was very novel at the time, but China was going crazy and there was a bunch of TikToks and like videos floating around the internet with doctors saying, this is serious. The world needs to shut down. China is, you know, doing this, this, that. And it was very conspiratorial. People were like, this is, you know, fake. Some people were like, this is really serious. Um, And H3 was where I learned about it. And that was in December of 2019. And they kept, like, reporting on it, like, just, like, here and there. And then March is when it really hit. So I remember at work, one week, you know, there was, we were talking to our boss about, you know, coronavirus stuff. And he was like, you know, there's not really much I can do. Chick-fil-A hasn't given me anything to do about it. So we're not going to worry about it. If anybody, if any customer has any, has any questions, we can answer them like this. And that's the way we did it. And then one day my boss bought like a big case of like, like 10,000 little sanitizer wipes. And he put them in a basket across on, on the edge of the counter at work. And he was like, you know what? I feel like this is, you know, going to help the customers, you know, this is, you know, and he put like sanitizer out like on the doors and stuff like that. And his mindset was, you know, I can't make anybody come into my restaurant and do all this stuff, but if they want it, it's there. I can make him do that. And then an hour later, he pulls us all in the office and he says, close the dining room now. And I was like, what? Like, what's going on? And he's like, there's a government mandate. All restaurants have to be closed inside. 
there's only be able to drive through. I need, I need every tray out there to come inside and I need it all sanitized. I need this. And he started pointing. He said, put this on the door. And like, we all were like, uh, and then we have a full dining room. This is Destin in spring break. So like, it is pandemonium right now. So you probably got like 200 people inside of Chick-fil-A like, at it, this point. So like they said, you can let them eat, but after that they have to go. Like they need to get out and, and like close the playground, like put this on the door. And like, and once we did that, like once everyone was out, we kind of just like stood there as the drive through was like whizzing by. And like, we were just kind of like, what is going on? And we're like, you know what? It's probably only be for like a couple weeks. Once the world blows over, like we'll be fine. Uh huh. And little did we know, like, like still now, I'm working at Chick-fil-A, another Chick-fil-A, and we're still doing, like, this COVID precautionary stuff because... Yeah, I remember when I got home, and obviously my mom was kind of, you know, very wary about this thing and wanted to be as safe as possible. So I got home, and a couple days later, she had gotten some masks from... Because remember, when we when this first started, it was impossible to get a mask oh anywhere. God, that yeah. wasn't a mass-produced thing because we, we don't use those ever. Yeah. Um. So a lot of, you know, a lot of cities had local people that were making masks, and... Yep. My mom got some. I remember she handed me mine, and I was looking at it, and I was like, this is weird that I have to put this on. I mean, this won't last long, so, I mean, I'm not too worried. I'm not too upset that I got to wear this, but dang, this is a weird thing to hold in my hand. And now it's, like, that's like that's the thing I check my pocket for when I'm going out the door Yeah, is during my triple, quadruple tap of my pockets. I'm like, oh, I don't have my mask because that's part of my essential daily life now. Well, and another thing that I was really – wary about was the fact that okay now that covid is a thing and florida's having these huge lockdowns because of like the massive spring breakers that are coming in and people were still coming in regardless like i think about how california looked and how florida looked and it was just so bizarre california like has notoriously like the busiest highways and they were completely empty empty and, and florida a lot of my drive home from work every day when i drive on scenic uh down the beach was looked kind of the same. Like there were still people coming in, but business was way, way, way down. Yeah. We were supposed to make a million dollars in in March for just one month. We were supposed to make a million dollars and definitely didn't make that. No. Um, so a lot of people's hours got cut and I was worried about having a job at all. Now, granted, I didn't lose my job um, and I was really more worried that I would bring coronavirus home because I didn't really know how widespread it was. Yeah. So I was worried about that more than I was worried about, you know, uh, Losing my job. So I said, look, I'm going to take a couple weeks off and stay home and wait this thing out. I told my boss that, and he was like, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. Wait this thing out. Uh, yeah. Eventually I came back. But um, during that time, my parents thought it would be a good idea to uh, remodel because my mom was also sent home from work. Oh, right. I remember this. Um, and my dad um, had gotten some kind of check from the from the government or whatever, and my mom had gotten a bunch of COVID pay because she was like a supervisor at a, at a, at a store. So she got like weeks of COVID pay and we weren't spending it on anything like gas or anything like cold or anything like that. So she was like, we're going to put it into the house. We're going to re like remodel like everything. We painted the entire house. We redid the entire flooring. We did. I mean, Kyle, I spent weeks on my hands and knees. I remember. Working. I remember. It looks great, though. It looks incredible, but it was a lot of work. And I remember waking up like thinking, I do not want to do another thing. Like I just want to sit here and play Animal Crossing. Ah, oh, the segue. The segue. What else happened in March? You know what else? Animal Crossing. Animal man. Crossing. I, I will say, because once this all happened, sports shut down too. Mm -hmm. College basketball canceled because March Madness got canceled. The disc golf tournaments I was watching canceled. NBA season, uh, games postponed and then eventually canceled. Everything. Baseball canceled. <laughs> or they had to. What was it? They had to shift when. Um, opening day was going to happen because it was coming up pretty soon uh, when the first pitch of the season was about to be thrown out. Got shifted and then canceled eventually. Mm -hmm. It was such a crazy time. Yeah. And like I said, it was middle of March that I got sent home. And then it was, what, end of March, like the 29th or something? Yep. That Animal Crossing came out. And what a lifesaver. What a lifesaver Animal Crossing Honestly, was. because I, I did. I really, I, w I woke up every day. After I got the game, because I didn't get it when it first came out. Nope, I did. I was the I was one of the first people you, you got it in line to get it, and I remember bringing it over to your house, and you were like, "This is dumb," and I was like, "Nah, it's really entertaining," and like the the characters are zany, and you know, I don't typically play that kind of game, but I was like, "This is really fun," and everyone's playing it right now, and I played it for about an hour. You're like, 
we're going to go to Walmart. <laughs> I was like, well, because I was watching him play, and I said, so what exactly is the point? Because I'm seeing him fishing and walk around. He says, well, you basically just you know, build your island and make it bigger and better. And I said, why? Why, why, why would you do that? <laughs> and then he goes, well, I mean, you just do it to do it. So I said, it's upgrading just you know, for the sake of upgrading. He said, yeah, essentially. And I go, that's my favorite type of video <laughs> game. I love that yeah, all it, the time. And then so I just – I bought it. I bought it digitally, I think. I think we both did. Because, like, my, um, my initial reaction was, I want to go to Walmart and get it. And then I was like, oh, wait, there is a virus. I'm not allowed outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we we played the crap out of Animal Crossing. I seriously – I played that for multiple hours a day because, I mean, I was still doing classes. But, honestly, that semester was a really easy semester for me. Mm-hmm. My classes were not – that intense and they were really easy to understand so i wasn't working my butt off like i normally do so i had a little bit of liberty if you had if you had to guess how many hours do you think you have in animal crossing i think i checked recently i think i'm close to like 700 yes because i i played 700 good lord now i think there's times probably where like i left the game on and just let it sit there so there might be a a little bit of discrepancy there but i probably put 500 hours into it because i know that i kind of i kind of put the game down I stopped really playing it every day around the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. So I played it pretty consistently for about two months. Um, so if I ha- if I had to guess, I would say I would probably guess that I have two hundred to two hundred fifty hours in the game, maybe a little bit more. I'm really tempted to go look now. That's my guess. Let me go look real quick. Hold on. Okay, we, we, we can edit this out if we need to. Okay, I lied. <laughs> I have 480 hours. That's still a lot of hours. Yeah, I, mine said 200 or more hours, so I was about on. 200-ish, 250-ish. Regardless, a lot of my 2020 was playing Animal Crossing, building my beautiful little island called Roanoke. Yeah, mine, uh, I just called mine Australia because I've always wanted to visit Australia, and it's an island, so I just typed it in because I just wanted to play. <laughs> After I got it, it was, it was like, and Tom Nook was like, and I was like, all right, I just want to play this game. Right, stop talking to me. I get real cute and whatever, but I move on. Yeah. So on the vein of Animal Crossing, um, I put a specific person on my list that has impacted my 2020 uh, more than anybody else. Um, and that's saying a lot because I, I watch a lot of people. Okay. Okay. Um, but this person has just made my year much more bearable. And that person... Is video game donkey? Yeah, baby. <sighs> what can I say about video game donkey that hasn't already been said though? I mean, I know that we have quite a, a couple friends that listen to this that I assume have no idea who he is or have yeah. never seen a video. Go watch a video game donkey video. He's just hilarious. He's very funny. He's been on YouTube for a while. He makes these, you know, he makes commentary videos. He makes gameplay videos. And his videos are just so funny to us for some reason. I we, mean, he's just such a f- I don't know what it is. His voice is like a little bit oddball, off the wall kind of voice, and it just adds to the comedy that much more. He's so funny. He's he's just easily funny. Like he doesn't even put any effort into it. Um, and I started watching him around the time we had Animal Crossing because he came out with an Animal Crossing video, and that was just somehow recommended to me, and I just clicked it. And I remember I watched him on the H three podcast before. He's been on just you know on and off. He's been envious with other people that I watch, um, and I never really thought anything about it. I was like, oh, whatever. You know, he's cool. But this year, I have watched so much Video Game Donkey. It is ridiculous. I know, but especially during that quarantine and all of summer, because that was months. I I mean, I binged most to all of his content. Yeah. Like, and that's 10 years of content. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of his content are very it, – it's a lot of short videos. There are mm-hmm. quite a few longer ones when he goes through, um, like, an E3 that happened or when he does Games of the Year or, like, an in-depth review – a lot of his videos are, you know, four, five, six minutes of just kind of, you know, goofy donkey. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, I watch so much of it. But unfortunately, not unfortunately. So the donkey's been doing this thing recently, uh, where he said he's de- he's decided to stop making good videos. He's done with good videos. So it's over. Es- essentially, he was, he started releasing daily content. Um, and it's, <laughs> it, it's all a big meme. But he's just been memeing on these uh, content creators who literally just post like let's plays every single day. But he he like he does it in the best donkey way possible, and it's just so funny. But this past Saturday, he didn't post. I know. I'm we're we're a little upset about it to be honest. I mean, I may have to unsubscribe. I mean, I already <laughs> had my football depression 
because UF just lost to LSU for no reason. I don't want to get into it. That was a dumb game. I, I don't want. I really don't want to get into it. I, I, Marco Wilson legitimately threw the game. He threw a shoe that had the game written on it. We, we. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about it. Regardless, <laughs> I'm just so mad. I already had my football depression. And then he had never posted that night, so, you know, it was just a bad Saturday night. I was sitting there with Sonic in front of me, and I was just, like, stuffing my face with burgers and tater tots. Just sad. Yeah. What it a was night. a sad night. But. In, in the same vein. Okay. In the same vein. discovering this YouTuber is you introduced, I got reintroduced to a channel that I had never watched in years, which was Smosh. Oh, because you re you showed me one of their try not to laughs. That was like it was like November, December 2019. Very tail end of last year. Yeah. And you would reintroduce me to them. And so I started watching them. And then obviously once quarantine hit, I was just able to binge a lot of their content as well. Man. So like because obviously if you've I assume everyone would know who Smosh is. It was just Ian and Anthony for a long time. And I mean, that was the last time I had ever watched them was when it was just those two. Mm -hmm. I had never watched them when they had brought in people like Shane and Courtney and Damien and Keith and Olivia and Noah and Noah and, you know, that main squad. And they're just so funny. They're so funny. And I'm so glad that I, that I got reintroduced to them because <laughs> Shane Top and Damien Haas are two of the funniest people on the internet in my opinion they are just they're their really duo in general is so funny and courtney as well i love her sense of humor mm -hmm. and i love her period yeah <laughs> <laughs> period um we can't talk about youtubers without talking about good mythical morning yeah and obviously i got to watch a lot of gmm stuff because last so last summer in 2019 i had gone to germany for six weeks and so i had stopped I didn't watch a single YouTube video while I was in Germany. Mm -hmm. Like, while I was going to bed, I didn't have one on. I just did not touch YouTube while I was there. I was just fully immersed in Germany. Germany. And then so when I got back, I never really got back into, what like, listening to Ear Biscuits. I still watched some of the GMM episodes I missed, but I kind of was less of a mythical beast than I was before Germany. Right. It's like some YouTubers that I had uh, previously watched, like Mr. Fruit, my all-time number one, he had uh I like I went back through and watched the content I missed and then kept up with him like normal, but I kind of fell off the GMM and then mm -hmm. you know this quarantine hit and I just binged basically everything that I had missed. I did a lot of YouTube binging through YouTube quarantine because I've seen plenty of TV shows and I was just discovering new things in a different kind of platform. Yeah, and it was, it was, and it was all comedy too. That's just my biggest thing. Yeah, is comedy, and so I just went back through GMM and. Good Lord, those guys. I love those two so much. Rhett and Link. The best. Love those guys. The best. Um, I'm going to let you go with something now. Lead, lead me into the next portion of 2020. Okay. Um, well, because March started quarantine, nothing significant happened to me really until I turned 22, oh. which was the end of June. I mean, and that wasn't anything super big. Nothing crazy happened on my birthday. Um, I just turned 22. But here's a... Here's a little fun fact about me. Mm -hmm. Every year that I have um, been alive, it has rained on my birthday. Where That's right. Wherever I am, it has rained on my birthday. Every single year. In 2018, Toy Story Land opened on my birthday in Disney. <laughs> and we were there. And then at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it was pouring rain <sighs> in Disney on my birthday. Every single year, and this year included, it rained on my birthday. That's just a fun fact about me. But I turned 22. <laughs> Nothing happened crazy, but I just, I didn't even play Taylor Swift, to be honest with you. I didn't even play that song. I felt, I was a little bit ashamed. I don't really listen to Taylor Swift that much. Me neither. But I feel like if you turn 22, you got to play that song, and I didn't. I played it when I turned 22 in August. I did not do that. Um, Yeah, I played it. I played it once. Um, I We have to take you to, like, to the Sahara Desert on like your 23rd birthday or something, so it doesn't rain. I promise it'll rain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you. Look, it'll be this big news story. Uh, oh, the first time in 170 years it's rained at this specific spot. <laughs> it's like the Mars or something. And it's going to be on my birthday only because I'm there. If I'm not there, that news story won't happen. If you take me there, <laughs> that news story happens. 100%. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out for sure. Um, Yeah, summer wasn't really that big. 
Um, I worked a lot in the summer. Um, hung out with Sarah and Jacob and Walter and you for the summer. Um, it was a pretty fun summer, but overall, not very eventful for us. It was more more people arguing about you know the coronavirus and stuff like that than anything else. Yeah, and I was gonna say one thing that did really uh, take wing during the summer was the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh yeah, in May that was a huge thing that took off uh, during the summer after uh, George Floyd, yes. and then. Uh, very soon after Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. um, so all the all the BLM stuff happened during the summer as well, which obviously is not personal to us, but it's just another thing that happened throughout the globe that definitely was a huge impact of 2020. Yeah, that was very huge, 100. Um, percent So I think we can get into August now. August, baby, and you know what? The here here's the first thing that happened in August for me. August 1st hit, right? The August started. Mm-hmm. And then my brain said, two weeks, two weeks until I'm back in Gainesville. And I'm back with people in a, in a safe manner with masks and whatever. But I'm back seeing people. And I'm, I'm not going to be home and seeing the same five people every morning. Oh, I was so excited. I'm serious. I'm serious. August hit. And my brain was just in ecstasy mode. My brain, I was just, oh, Gainesville, 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 Gators, 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 school, 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 school. That was my brain as soon as August hit. And then obviously on top of that, two weeks from then, moving here meant moving in with you. Yes. That was a lot of what I was thinking about. I was going to move out for the first time and be on my own for the first time ever. And I was, this is something I've been looking forward to for a long time. If you know me, you know that I've been wanting to move out for a long time. Not just not because I hate my parents, just because I want to be on my own and I've I've, I've been wanting independence <laughs> for a, such a long time. Listen, if you listen to the second episode of the podcast where I said I would kill my mom, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> not just not just because I. Hate them. It, 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 never mind. It doesn't matter. It was. <laughs> I'm not going to say that doesn't matter. August was just it felt like a a good new beginning. Honestly, it felt like New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like what it felt like, it felt like what happened January 1st where you, it, it's new and it's exciting and mm-hmm. you're eyes wide open and you're just ready to look at the world with rose tinted glasses because everything's going to be good for at least a little bit. Yeah. And I was I was super excited for that. And I was I was excited that even even despite the crap year that I already had before the year was even over, like this, despite the half year that I had was already crappy, I knew I had done at least one thing that I was planning on doing from the start, moving out. And I and I had that on my New Year's re- resolution for like three years. I never did it, and I was I felt immensely proud of myself that I at least got that got that right. So that was something huge for me this year. Yeah, and I'm. Actually, this isn't like a big thing that happened to me, but this happened the day before we moved because we moved here August 15th, Mm -hmm. August 14th. So throughout quarantine and throughout the summer while I was living back home, I had to share a room with my little brother because there's four of us kids and it's a house where if we're all there, someone's got to share a room. So me and my brother shared a room with a bunk bed that we've had since that bunk bed has probably existed since the dawn of man it's so old yeah so i was on top bunk and i woke up the day before we moved out and my legs were really numb and quite a few times i've woken up and my legs were kind of numb and then i just jump out of bed from the top bunk and it doesn't you know doesn't really i just walk out um but one time this has happened before i jumped out of bed and i just kind of collapsed like my legs couldn't they were I, they were at some weird numb stage where they couldn't hold me up where I definitely told my brain to tell my legs to hold me up <laughs> when I fall to the ground and my legs were unresponsive and so I collapsed but this time when it happened the day before we moved out I jump out of bed and my legs were numb and I was like all right whatever my legs are numb and I didn't think about this last occurrence so I jumped out of bed and my legs collapsed unresponsive yet again but this time i just destroyed my left foot still unsure what happened to it because i don't go to the doctor ever because no thanks dumb. because money 
I don't want to. I don't need. I don't need to go to the doctor and spend spend money for him to tell me. Yeah, you messed up your foot. I know I messed up my foot. I'm good. I don't need. Sure, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so, I I I must have fractured, or make maybe broken one of those smaller bones in the top of my left foot mm-hmm. on the inside portion of it, and I I could not walk that whole day. Like I taped it up, and I just I could not put weight on it. And so the next day, and that excuse me, that night when I was, we were putting stuff into my car, getting ready for me to move the next day. I couldn't move stuff. Not only because I couldn't walk to the car and back, but I also just couldn't carry stuff because of my foot. I couldn't hold things and walk at the same time. I couldn't even walk in general. Yeah. So, I mean, we move in here and the entirety of this glorious day where we're moving in together, I'm having to have my older brother move my older brother and you move all of my stuff for me because yep. I can't move any of it. Like I brought in a couple shirts at a time because the next day I could kind of limp around, but especially after driving for four hours oh, yeah. and then trying to stand up again on my seemingly broken foot, it just wasn't happening. So like this glorious day is happening. I'm limping around and then we go to Walmart and I'm limping around to try and buy all the stuff that we need. And that was a really crazy day. It was crazy. And honestly, I, I, that's the that's the worst part about moving into a new place, especially when it involves college, because everyone's moving into a place at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we go to Walmart, and obviously we're all wearing masks because we have to, but the place is just packed. And, mm. I, and I was like, I don't want to be here, not only because, obviously, of the virus, and even though we've all got masks on, that's still a risk, but also, I just hate crowded stores. I hate shopping just with... <laughs> all of my heart i can't stand it like if i'm in a store for more than 30 minutes i no longer want to be in that store i should be done by that point and if i'm not i'm pretty upset about it i hate shopping for anything groceries it doesn't matter if i'm not done in 30 minutes then i have failed and i don't mind shopping i can't stand it but that was a very insanely crowded day like we we had like leapt in the morning to travel here and then literally got home put our stuff in the house and said okay time to go to Walmart and buy everything cuz we had nothing we had like pots and pans utensils and like that was it we had to buy so much stuff and like all the the sanitizing stuff was all emptied out. Like there was no cleaning supplies. There were no Clorox wipes. There were no nothing nothing of the name brand, and there were no like just other brands in general or Lysol. There was nothing. nothing. So we had like improvise and like you know grab like you know hand wipes and start using them on the countertops and stuff like that because you know um, I don't know. We 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 were just like you know it took us actually a couple of weeks to kind of like just set up everything in here. Yeah, for sure. Um. And that was just a huge part of I mean, that's that's a huge part of living, huge part of being an adult, just doing that stuff. Yeah, I mean, and I had a decent amount of stuff because I'd been living on my own the past two years. And the year before, I wasn't on the meal plan while I was living in the dorms. So I was cooking for myself. And I had, you know, pans, pots, lids, utensils, cups, and um, other stuff that I needed. But obviously coming into a new year, I'd like, you know, the food that I had didn't carry over or you know that kind of thing and i wasn't bringing a mini fridge because we got a fridge here so like that was i had that but i didn't need it anymore at least for now so like some of the stuff that i had that was seemingly necessary for for my college dorm life almost didn't even transfer over right over here um so yeah we had to we had we had to go be adults and just buy so many things that adults need in an adult apartment as an adult and we did it because we are not three toddlers stacked up in a trench coat. No, that's true. Because I don't even wear trench coats. I don't even own a trench coat. That's what I want. I want a trench coat. <laughs> you haven't bought me my Christmas gift yet. I'm pretty sure. Buy me a trench coat. I bought you something. I can buy you a trench coat though. What, Dang co- it. what color do you want it? Um, what color do you think I want it? Red. That's fine with me. Cool. Red. Red trench coat coming up. <laughs> I'll go to trench coats RS and <laughs> I would like one red, please. Honest, honestly, though, you know. I don't know if they're technically trench coats, but, you know, like, imagine an old detective movie, mm-hmm. you know, 50s, 60s, whatever, something like Dick Tracy. And he's got a suit on and he's got and it's in New York. So he's got one of those long he's got one of those longer coats that's kind of trench coaty, but it's also look like blazer material. It's got big buttons. Yeah, it's like it's it's kind of it's not corduroy, but it's kind of that softer blazer material. You know, I believe it's called a peacoat. 
I'm not 100% positive. I, I am horrible with fashion terms. I don't know I, why, but I am. I want those because I know they're still kind of worn pretty typically in places like New York. A lot, a lot of places where people walk from place to place. And they're cold. Yeah, and <laughs> Unlike Florida. I, but I just – I would move north just for the ability to to wear that and it be normal because I yeah. just want to know if I could wear that, you know? I like – I don't know. Oh. I don't know if I could – that was – Am I good? Yeah, I think so. That, okay. Yeah, that was, that was my mic. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm just going to cut it out. Cool. I don't know if – I would look good in one of those coats and I want to know, but I'm not going to buy one here just to know and then never have the ability to wear it, you know, because yeah. I don't think I've ever seen one in a store. I think I would have to buy that online at this point or not any of the stores I shop because I don't go to fancy stores. I shop for clothes at like TJ Maxx and Ross. Yeah. 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 So coats a little quick aside. Okay. What else? Um, I don't remember exactly when this happened. I just happened to think about it, and I typed it down. That huge explosion in Beirut. Woof. In, yes. In, uh, that's capital Lebanon, right? Mm-hmm. Good Lord. What? That was insane. That was horrendous. And, that's, and that was... A lot of people threw out some conspiracies about that, too. Like, you know, what was happening. It was just this crazy, out-of-nowhere out of explosion. Yeah, I was just... Factory. Was it a? It was a firework factory, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then it just it, it destroyed like hundreds of thousands of homes, yeah, and businesses, and just it was absolutely humongous. I yeah. mean, it was it was one of the on a on a grand scale of anything. It was one of the largest grand scale of things that I've ever seen, next to other things that happened this year, which was um, the fires in California and Australia. Mm-hmm. Obviously, both of those on a huge scale as well. But in terms of like an event that happened in a concentrated spot and was on a large scale, that was one of the biggest things I'd ever seen. There was a, a, a pretty bad wildfire where we lived too during the summer. Um, it was in Eglin, but it was, uh, it was started by somebody. I who, remember. I, okay. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. There was, I mean, it was, it was in our side of, uh, that panhandle, but it was like, like 50 miles from us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got pretty nasty, but I mean, obviously, it wasn't anywhere near the size of these fires that were happening in Australia no, yeah. and California. Um, what else do you have? I'm, I'm starting to get to the bottom of my list. I'm also getting there as well. So let's just hit the next thing on yours. Okay. Well, the next thing on mine was starting a podcast. Okay. Yeah, that did in fact happen. Uh, I what this so five or four weeks ago was when the first episode came out. So this would have been about a month and a half ish a little less that we actually got all this stuff together right um and this is something that's been kind of nebulous for a while now for sure yeah matter of fact when i i I mentioned it to um i forget oh i mentioned it to colin and at some point he was when this was first starting he was like oh how's life been and i was like uh well me and jacob i actually started a podcast because we thought it'd be fun and i and somewhere in the conversation i said we kind of want to do it for a long time and he goes i definitely heard you guys talk about that one time wow. i was like I, I, okay then it's definitely been a long time that we've wanted to do this yeah that's just it's 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 a really good medium for us to communicate and talk and like talk through things because like sometimes i don't know regardless it's something we've been wanting to do for a long time and i've always kind of just thought we're never going to do that it's just gonna be one of the things we always talk about and I remember I just we were just talking about it on the couch like what would we call it and then it just kind of like snowballed and it's it's one of those things where I think we make a good team this way because you are responsible and you are very thoughtful and methodical when it comes to things but you're also you know when to pull the trigger and be impulsive. Yeah, I do I do it pretty often. <laughs> I am pretty pensive when it comes to like I have I, I have ideas but I don't think ah, I'm not good enough to do that or I'm not I'm not you know talented enough to do that or whatever. But as soon as I showed, I showed you the equipment and how much it costs, you're like, we're buying this now. We're doing it. I'm like, whoa. I mean, are you sure? Like, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> jump into this if you don't want to. And you're like, he's like, no, I, I really want to jump into it. And that energy made me really excited for it. And I remember the first episode, we were just smiling the entire time because uh-huh. we were so excited to get it out. We we uh, we t- we uh, stopped recording and we took our headsets off and we both leaned back and I go, that was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it 
it's just been so much fun. It's something I look forward to every week recording with you. It's and you know, it's required me to put a little bit of creativity into like the episodes, you know. Yeah. Not like we've made these masterpieces so far, no. but we, we do have big plans and like I'm I'm excited to get into it and uh Yeah, we're just we're we're having some fun right now. And mind you, when he was telling that story of how it all happened, this was a span of two days. Yeah. So we we oh, no, this was more of a span of twenty four to thirty hours. Because we were sitting on the couch. It was some night. I know it was at night. And like you said, we were talking about the podcast. If and when we started one, what would we call it? And we're throwing out names and we're going, that's pretty okay. That's garbage. Maybe stop speaking for a little bit because that was bad. (laughs) And then I think I was doing something with the BCM the next day. And I came back and like you said, you show me the equipment. You're like, there's... There's all these and like there, ideally there's this pad that you could have for uh, changing of sound at the push of a button and uh, blah, 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 blah. And also I thought of this name when we were kind of talking about something. It was after the gym. Us. It was after the gym. We were driving and we turned the corner to come onto like the, the drive to yeah, get yeah, to yeah. our house. And I said, I thought of a name. And you're like, what was it? And I said, milk and screams. And you're like, <laughs> I like it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll write it down. And then I wrote it down and we didn't come up with anything else better than that. No, so we're just like, you wrote it down and then it was that same day. Cause I had gone to the BCM and come back and you're like, there's this equipment and blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, you would show me this set that was the mixer and the two microphones and the headset and the microphones that came with a condenser for $200. And it was supposed to be, it was usually a little bit more than that or way more than that. Oh, I don't way remember. more than that. And I was like, mm, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and he said, well, I don't really, I mean, I don't really have the money right now to do my share of it. I was like, that's fine. I, I'm, are, are you good? And he said, I, are you good? Like, yeah. Okay. I, I click pay. <laughs> <laughs> and like we, yeah, we had this moment where we we're just like, yeah, it's going to happen now. Cause if it doesn't happen now, we're not going to do it. Yeah. So in a span of 24 hours, we were like, oh, what would we call it to, I bought the equipment already. <laughs> <laughs> and here it comes. Um, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a wild ride these past couple of months and I've really enjoyed it. So I'm excited to keep going and keep doing it this next year, 2021. 100%. And uh, I mean, we'll hit next year once we start 2021. We'll hit the we'll hit double digits of the amount of episodes because mm-hmm. this obviously is what episode six, six, and then we're doing our our little break. But we'll be back better than ever. Um, better that than sounds ever. like it's the end of the podcast. It's not. There's okay, more, cool. There are more things. Cool. Um, Joe Biden wins the election. That happened. We don't really have to touch on it more than that with all the legal nonsense that's going on. But that happened, uh, a presidential election that everyone called the most important presidential election in history, which they say that every election, and it's usually never true, but I don't it know. happened. I, there was a lot at stake, but honestly, I, I'm glad it's over, even though people are saying it's not over. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then I'll say this, another thing that happened. In November, this is recent because what's today? Seventeenth um, or eighteenth? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's not the seventeenth. This is like the thirteenth. Ah, thirteenth. So wow. <laughs> so it's been tough. a couple of weeks now, but late November marked ten years after the passing of my dad. Yeah. Because he died late November two thousand ten, and obviously it is twenty twenty. It has been ten years now. Wow. Which is crazy to think about. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was writing down stuff that happened in twenty twenty, and I realized that we're past November and. I, I mean, I think about it every time the day comes up every year. So I was going through and I was like, man, it's it happened. The day happened again. And I thought about it more because for some reason I didn't think about it on the day. But when I was making this list. I was like, 2020, I spent 10 years, 10 wow. years. Um. So, yeah, I mean, again, not going to touch too much on that because sad boy hours. But sad boy hours. That's such a that's just so crazy. that It's been 10 years. Uh, do you got anything else on your list? That's it. That's all I got. Uh, that is pretty much all that I have as well. Uh, I know we missed a bajillion things. A bajillion. There's plenty of cool stuff that happened, like uh, uh, Sarah Fuller, who was just the first uh, college female kicker in a college football game to score in the Power Five. Mm-hmm. Very cool that they brought in a female kicker for the college football game. Very nice. For Vanderbilt. Very cool. Stuff like that. There's plenty of stuff that happened. But this is just kind of the things. But that, these are the best things. These are the things that came to my mind. Like I obviously I didn't bring up Tiger King because I didn't watch it. That Dumb. kind of that kind of brought the nation together 
for whatever reason. No, it didn't. Like, everyone was like, oh, you watched Tiger King? Tiger King's the best. Carol Baskin. I so dumb. Never watched it. So Couldn't stupid. Couldn't care less, to be honest with you. So. I really, I really, really, really cannot stress this enough. That show is dumb. <laughs> I mean, if I did, I didn't watch it, so I don't know if I really have the authority to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. If you enjoyed it, you might need to reevaluate your taste in just kind of everything. I I didn't watch it either, and I can say this with 100 percent certainty. Okay, let's hear it. Dumb. Good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no. So no. No new word that you have for it. Just dumb. 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 Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's okay. It. That's if you watch Tiger King, then you too are dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, maybe you're not dumb, 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 but the show itself, the concept, the way that they do the cats, <laughs> Carol Baskin murder, dumb. All of it dumb. There's no reason that it needed to be a television show. Under no circumstances. Yeah, I mean, obviously I agree. Because anyway, that happened in 2020. Plenty of stuff happened. These are the big ones. For us personally and kind of throughout the world that I felt I wanted to touch back on just real quick. Um, yeah, that's 2020 and 2021 is coming. I will say, though, if you have I, I, I just want to put a cautionary tale out there for anybody. If you have kind of this notion that like you're so excited for 2021 because 2020 will finally be over. The beginning of 2021 is also not going to be great. I remember thinking about that on January 3rd when uh, that uh, dictator got shot, or the, not dictator, the, the, the leader of Israel, not Israel, um, was it Iraq? Trump assassinated somebody. Like, like they got. Oh, um, uh, what is his name? Soleimani? Yeah. Yeah. That was like the third day of, of 2020. You're like, oh, yeah, it's still the same crap. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I mean, the beginning of 2020 is going to happen. We're still going to be in the midst of this pandemic. You know, um, so like if you have this mindset of I can't wait for 2020 to be over, just pulling the reins a little bit. 2021 is going to be a little rough to start, but I have I have high hopes for the year kind of smoothing out and kind of lifting up way higher than 2020 was. It's going to be rough to start, but I have high hopes for the the rest of 2021. I hope so, too. I hope it, I hope it genuinely gets better before it gets worse. And the best part about it is that we're coming back in 2021. We're excited. We, we have, have so much to do. Hopefully, I think you mentioned it earlier, we'll be recording this on a, on a camera. Yes. For what, we post this on YouTube, but we'll actually have video form of it as well. So you're not just going to be staring at the logo? It literally just right now, I every time I make the video, it's just I put the audio in and I throw the logo over it on an image key and then it's over and yeah. that's it. So hopefully we will be recording this kind of like on a little on a little makeshift set with a camera so you guys can see my jeans and <laughs> <laughs> and um we actually have to care about the way we're dressed now when we do yeah, this. Yeah, that's going to suck. I definitely sat here in just my underwear one of the times that we recorded this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll have to worry about that too. Maybe we can have like uh I don't know. We'll, fi we'll figure it out. But we're excited to give you guys more stuff in 2021. And we're excited for this year to be over as well. Because this year sucked. But some good things happened as we've stated. Yeah, so this is coming out the weekend before Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays, everybody. And um, we will see you in 2021, my dears. See you next year, folks.